Welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Uh, it's, it's going pretty good. Just, good. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> just excited about having CD Lamb in a couple leagues. He's great. Yes, we've turned the page from November to December, and with that came last night's uh, Thursday night football game uh, with the Cowboys versus the Seahawks. It was really everything that I've ever wanted in a uh, in every football game. Honestly, it was great. It was a great game. It was, that was a probably that was definitely the best Thursday night game this year that I can remember. Yeah, that Bills Eagles game obviously wasn't Thursday night, but that was a really great game. It was one of those like during it where it was like, wow, this is really good. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. But that that was a great one too last night. Um the, I, the only thing about yeah. Bills Eagles, I didn't know who was gonna win. Last night I kind of always knew the Cowboys were gonna win that game. Even when they were on the precipice of going down uh two scores you you kind of felt that way in the fourth quarter too yeah i think half of it half of it was just the team that the cowboys have and the way they were playing and just kind of seeing things unfold but the other half of it was the refs were just so involved and and you just kind of felt like even though there was a lot of penalties on both teams the ones that seemed to matter the most uh were always called against seattle and uh, uh that just seemed to kind of be part of it part of the game i know it probably wasn't the end all be all of the game but there was definitely some big calls run like wow okay <laughs> <laughs> like i mean i think that's kind of been par for the course this year as a whole i think the eagles uh buffalo game was like that a lot where there was just calls that they were not calling on philadelphia and they absolutely were calling on buffalo where i was just like okay well yeah, maybe Buffalo will lose this game. The only I thought Buffalo was going to win because I thought there was no way Jake Elliott was going to make that kick. I know, right? Uh, no way. Uh, but when he did, I'm like, ah, oh, Buffalo is going to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, at, last night I, there was a little bit of suspense, but you're right. Um, you kind of always felt like the Cowboys had a, a good chance to come back. There was a point, though, in like the beginning of the fourth quarter where I was like, okay, well... You know, we're going to see – we have to see Dak make a comeback now and, and the Cowboys actually stick the landing here, you know, because that's something we haven't really seen versus good teams. Well, I mean, they haven't really played many good teams at all. Uh, well, you know, so they've lost to them. They haven't won yes. like that, certainly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but, you know, Seattle's defense is still a work in progress. Like, I don't know. Maybe they're a year or two away from being a dominant defense again, but it's not like – San Francisco's defense or even their defense, which got a little exposed last night. Um, yeah. Gino. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how teams play that defense because Seattle's offensive line is not that good. 
and they held up fairly well for the most part. Um, Gino wasn't sacked once. He um, focused on getting rid of the ball uh, very fast, and he did. Yeah, and sometimes it was, you know, at people's feet, but still right. he did it. Yeah, yeah. no, it was uh, – he looked good. Um, I still don't obviously think he's the long-term solution. No, It'll but he a... looked like 2022 Gino last year. Yeah, week. what is it? What is this week? What, week 12? 13, yeah. 13, yeah, I mean – Took him long enough. <laughs> it did. Yeah. Finally, finally. Uh... Against a good defense. Against, you know, a, a defense that's been playing well all year. Uh that was he that was a gamer performance from Gino. That was sure. a big time performance, you know. Obviously sure. they didn't and, win, but I mean their wide receivers are great. Like I yeah. couldn't imagine if they threw a top flight quarterback in there. I mean, once again, Gino's good. Not great, but good. Um hasn't been too good this year. Um but yeah, man, if they, could get it, at least. If, if they could get a quarterback with those wide receivers, I know Lockett's probably eventually on his way out. Um, yeah, I think he's probably gone after this year, and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba steps into who's a, uh, awesome. a more. I like that um, guy a lot. More targeted role, and he had a great yeah. night last night. Great game. Yeah, if um, you're in a dynasty league and yeah. you see a, a a team, you know maybe you're not making the playoffs, so you know you're not going to win, and you see another team in that kind of position. And they have him. I'd try to go get him now. Well, um, Dynasty, Dynasty Leaguers, they've been they've been on him for uh yeah. for a year at least now. He was I believe he was the number one receiver uh selection in most leagues. I'm 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 talking about a team that might want want to make a run at a championship in your league, and they have him, but probably maybe don't use him every week, maybe didn't even use him this week. Uh, maybe to help them get over the top. Yeah, you trade one of your guys for you know maybe know. a guy that's a little bit older. Good luck with that in a dynasty league. <laughs> I mean, a young let's, receiver. Let's throw us out there. Let's throw us out there. A young rookie Mike receiver Evans. is not the target Mike, of a uh, Mike. of a surging um, playoff team in dynasty. It's it's more like you you target the uh, the veteran. You target DeAndre Hopkins. That's what I'm saying. If there's a surging team and you're not going to make the playoffs and you have a chip. Like a Mike Evans or yeah, um, and it, George like, Kittle, George Kittle. Uh, um, I just got him this week. Yeah, like that kind of player, and you you see the surging team that's not really using him right now, yeah. but might need one more piece to kind of get over the hump. Um, I think I yeah, that would be a good target, a, a good target guy. Obviously, it'll be interesting to see if a team would do that. I think he's going to have a great career. I mean, they were saying so too. There, he was on the team, the same team with uh, Ohio State with Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, and yep. was better than them. Yeah. Yep. Um. So if that's the baseline, then I think he's going to have a a well, ten year, was, you know, career. Yeah, he was injured his whole. He was injured the half last half of his senior year or his last year there. Yeah. Uh, and he was injured at the beginning of this season. So we're just starting to see him catch up to speed here and he looked good last night uh yeah i would like to have him on my team if i were in a dynasty league yeah yeah that was uh that was one of his best games and uh yep i definitely uh had some props on him i was feeling it last night with him and if if that touchdown catch would have counted it would have hit all the all his props right there i didn't i didn't see it i didn't see it hit the ground it looked like a touchdown to me yeah, it was one of those things where in real time I was like, 
oh, get up there and, and kick, uh, kick that yeah. extra point, you know? And then they showed it and I was like, uh, kick that extra point. And then they were, and then, but, but Seattle was acting like it was a done deal. And I was like, okay, okay. And then they stopped the game and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, this is probably coming back. Um, yeah. yeah, it was close. I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I guess the, re- the reaction I saw on social media was that y- you're an idiot if you thought it uh, was a catch. But uh, I thought it was very close. Oh, I might be an idiot. <laughs> it was close. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I well, don't know. No, I, I mean, guess... I wasn't calling you an idiot. I was just saying. No, Twitter. Anyway. Twitter was. I mean, yeah. They yeah. like to do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a fun game. Uh, Dallas's offense looks great. Pollard's still not really finding. I mean, you got the you got a game. touchdown. Yeah, he he's caught some starting, passes too. Yeah, yeah, he's starting to get touchdowns, which is good. Yeah, um, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm sad I didn't play him, but I'm glad I got Jake Ferguson. Oh, that's a good get. Yeah, I got him and Pacheco for nice. a sixth rounder. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, and and Pollard just to button that up. Twenty carries last night, sixty-eight rushing yards, three point four yards per carry. Not great. Not but... great but that's a lot of work. At least he did have the rushing touchdown. He had three catches for 15 yards. So a good fantasy game, like a, a pretty good NFL game, but not like a great NFL game. The past two games, he he had a better game. Yeah. He's just been not as dominant on the ground as he had been in previous years. And I don't know if that's too many reps or because when he went on the field, people didn't know if they were passing or running um, yeah, I think it was some of that. And I think Elliot is better than anyone. I mean, I think Rico Dowdle's got some pop to him, but he's sure. almost in the Tony Pollard role now. And Tony Pollard doesn't fit the Zeke Elliot role, which is kind of like the grinder getting the tough yards in the middle of the field. Yeah, And frankly, Zeke was slower, obviously, than Pollard. So when you, know, you see a, a slowish running back with power, coming at you you can bring them down or whatever but then you see lightning it's such a vast contrast i can't even imagine what it would be like on the field i feel like pollard and even to us viewers maybe seemed faster than he really was because we were also watching elliot on the same well he also broke a lot of big runs over the course of his like couple years with zeke there and like i said i think a lot of that was defenses like you said the defenses the shift and speed and everything like that and just completely different running styles but i think it was also when pollard went on the field they had they didn't know if it was going to be a passing play or it was going to be a running play so they kind of had to prepare for both which opened up these big holes which allowed him to get and i think their offensive line was maybe a couple of years ago a little bit better than it is now i mean it's still yeah. very good uh, but they had some real all pro talent leave and retire and stuff like that. So I, I, yeah, I, I think he's still a valuable guy because like we were talking about last week running like a solid running back that's consistent is hard to come by. Yeah. Um, you know, it's really hard to come by. And honestly, the reason I got Pacheco wasn't even because he had a big week last week. It's just because of his strength of schedule. Yeah. And you know, Jonathan Taylor went down too. So I was like, I need a running back. Right. Especially for this week. So now Pacheco, just in watching him, um, sometimes I feel like his usage is frustrating and that's not really his fault. Um, No, but I feel like 
in that Vegas game last week, I know he he got two touchdowns, and one of them was kind of like at the very end of the game, I think. Um, but I, just sometimes in obvious running situations, they don't do what you'd expect them to do. Maybe that's what makes Andy Reid great, and I, and I'm the yeah. jackass here. But like, how does Pacheco only have one 100 yard game this year? Yeah, I don't know, and I mean maybe that's goes with why their offense kind of hasn't really been good in the second half throughout the year. Well, I don't um, want to make it out like Pacheco is better than like uh, Mahomes and giving him no, the ball is a better idea no, than letting no, Mahomes no, throw the ball. No, but you got to establish the run. super efficient either. Sure, but you got to establish the run. And yes. I think if teams are keen in on – well, they're just not going to run it in the second half or, you know, they're going to just keep it in Mahomes' hand. They can take away the main weapon, which is Kelsey, or at least try to. And then, you know, Rashi Rice has had a good year. Yeah, he's been Relatively, good. yeah, he's been solid. But what else is there? Yeah. You know, what else is there? So that's why I think their offense has tended to kind of flame out in the second half because defenses kind of see what they're doing. They see that they're not going to establish the run. They don't have to respect it as much. And look at this last game, you know, they branded a lot more and the offense looked good. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just weird to me. Like Pacheco's only had one 20 carry game. Yeah. It's crazy. This whole season. Like, uh, and they do, they do use other guys. They do use, they do, uh, other guys too. And McKinnon at times, but, but it's not like Pacheco's some small guy. I mean, he's built like the three down back. So I don't, yeah, yeah I don't get it either. And I'm hoping that this last game leads to more games like that with the schedule they have. And, you know, maybe seeing them the way they played their offense played last week, maybe they'll be like, okay, now we can look at Rashi Rice also had the game of his uh, best game of the uh, season yeah. last week. Yeah, he sure did. So, Maybe that will continue. Maybe they're turning it on at the right time, which is a good thing for all owners of Pacheco, Kelsey, Mahomes, and Rice. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting. You know, this Green Bay game, I think, will be an interesting game for them uh, because Green Bay's been playing pretty well. Um, your boy, your new boy, Jordan Love's been playing really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has. Been. So, uh, because, I mean, I'll, KC's defense has been really great. So it'll be interesting to see how that game kind of turns out. Because their defense, Green Bay's defense has also been playing a little bit better lately, too. Mm-hmm. And that so game is supposed to be snowy in yeah, Lambo. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what, what happens there and you know the game script and to see kind of what the Chiefs offense is made of. Yeah. Um yeah, it'll be good. Packers have a pretty good defense. I'm excited to see that game. Definitely not better. It's a on Sunday the night game. I believe I think so. It's a Sunday night game. Yeah. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Should be good. Um, I noticed that you dropped star tight end Kyle Pitts. Take us through your uh I thought sent process him free. Here. Free Pitts. <laughs> I mean, he's just not I, I would there's I don't think there would be a situation now that I because I trade for Ingram early in earlier in the year, figuring okay, I'll have Ingram and Pitts. I can flip flop based on matchups, whatever. And it just got to a point where Pitts just wasn't playable. Like I couldn't put him in unless I absolutely yeah. had to, unless Ingram was on a bye or, you know, whatever it might be. But yeah, I couldn't play him. 
So yeah. I traded, got Ferguson and just sent Pitts to the curb. I mean, if I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right, let's take a, a deeper look here at his numbers. I don't know when the last time we've done this was, but, um, <clears throat> he does only have one receiving touchdown on the season. Um, which is which is absurd. <laughs> it, is, it is quite absurd. But how many touchdowns does Ritter have um, this season? Like ten? I don't know. Well, you have to look what seven games. I got. I got. Heineke started. <laughs> I got seven. Wow, uh, that's only, sad. Yeah, Heineke only started um, three, two or three games. He only played in three games. But you have to I, see how many touchdowns he had too. Heineke, yeah, he. I think he had one per game. Yeah, he had one passing touchdown per game, so he was on a better pace than Ritter. But um, so, yeah. And but, how many rushing touchdowns does Bijan have? Uh, uh, not many. Um, maybe two or three. That's on, insane. Let, let That's insane. Uh, yeah, three. With three all in, the talent, the with weeks. all the talent that team has. The yeah, fact that they have a loop. I know they or... have they're in the lead in the division yeah. by hook or crook, but they have a losing record. There's no way that team should have a losing record. Yeah. Yeah. With it's... all the talent they have on an offense, and they, you know, beefed up their defense and and their defense has been playing pretty well. It's like kept them in games because Atlanta can't score. Um do you think the light could go on for Ritter though? No. You don't think so? If not by now, when? Well, I don't know. I mean, we used to give quarterbacks a longer uh, leash in this situation where they actually believed in somebody and then, you know, they give but him do, a, but did a season. But did anybody really believe in him before he started starting? Well, not really the public, but they drafted yeah. him, what, in the second or third? Um, and they put all their stock into him. They could have had Lamar Jackson in the, in the off season if they actually wanted him. Imagine that. <laughs> I mean, anyone, you know, they'd have, have they probably too. have 10 wins right now. Oh, definitely. I would think that, that division's so bad. Yeah. I mean, Jordan, it feels like they're giving Jordan love, um, more of a fair shot. Like they're not like, like, uh, but there's I no think, Heineke lurking in the background. Sure, sure. Well, and they kind of have to because they have they did like kind of invest in him learning under Rodgers for several years. And and you know, he started off really hot, had a, like the first three or four games were pretty good, and then he had a massive dip, and now he's back to like getting that flow again. And he's had some injuries there on the offensive side, but um, I think it'll be okay. I don't know if he's their future. Um, I think they'll probably give him at least another year based on what he's doing now, especially if they make the playoffs, which they could very they easily. They definitely could. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm saying that game, that KC Green Bay game will be big for both those teams. I think that'll be a good game. But yeah. Um, yeah. I and Yeah. Reed looks good on Green Bay. He does. Uh, he looks really receiver. good, and 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 Watson had a really good game. If they could get those two guys going with Dobbs, like maybe they can have a pretty decent offense there. But it's weird how the running game has just really been pretty piss poor. I mean, Aaron Jones has been hurt, banged up pretty much all year, and uh, Dylan just massive disappointment. Yeah, he uh, wasn't the guy we uh, wanted him to be, huh? Yeah, I really, I mean, like I was, I drafted him and I was like so excited when Jones went down like week one. I'm like, okay, here we go. I have another running back. And like, 
He just sucked. Yeah. Just it took sucked. a while. He, he has been better lately. He but, has. Uh, he has. You know. But I mean, and, and that's kind of par for the course with the entire league. I think running backs get better. You know, one, I think they get their stamina and strength built up, but also the defenses get a little bit more porous, just like in a regular game. The longer the right. game goes on, it's easier to run. Same thing with the season. Yeah, it's same thing with the season. The longer the season go, it's easier to run. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think with Ritter though, Ritter felt like more of a shot in the dark. Like he yeah. didn't, he didn't, he wasn't like groomed under anybody. It wasn't like a guy they were like, okay, this is our future. Jordan Love was drafted in the first round. This was a guy they they you know Lafour that was you know he was like this is my guy after Rodgers. Yeah. In fact, they kind of did a little pushing out of Rodgers. Um, I think that had a little bit to do with his personality and and the fact that he wasn't playing as well as he had in the past. And yeah, he was older. several uh, playoff losses. Yeah, um, bad ones. So, ones are, he just didn't, he looked indifferent. So I think it's a little bit it's a little apples to oranges there with Love and Ritter. Um, I guess maybe Ritter was Smith's guy and Smith liked him kind of like love with LaFleur, but I think so. seemed like the investment is less. And you know, and I think they thought like maybe Heineke would give him more of a run for his money. And when he didn't, and then they put him in and realized, okay, this guy's not the answer either. They're like, might as well give Ritter the keys and see how it works out. And maybe he catches fire somehow and they make a little playoff run or something like that. And they get some playoff experience, but they got to move on from him after this year, I would assume. Hot take. Okay. Let him cook. Let Ritter cook. He's not. He's not cooking. The oven's broken. Let let him throw. The They're not letting him cold. throw. The food is cold. <laughs> Look, the oven is broken. He's not much different in eyeball test with. Jordan Love, right? He's like a big, strong guy. Looks like he can make all the throws. He's confident enough when he makes the throws. The arm strength is there. I'm not really sure that the processing is this, no. Match. The accuracy, accuracy is not like watching well, Jordan Love. Okay, so, yeah, but I, I but see what you're saying. There, there are some throw, and this is I just think this is true with every quarterback. There are some tr- plays, some throws that you like. Well, that is the worst quarterback in the history of the league. And then there are other throws, like the one that Ritter made to Bijan. Uh, last week um, that it was like a dime. Like it was an awesome throw. So I mean, there's a broken uh, clock go, is right twice a week okay, or twice okay, a day. Well, no, no, we're, we're getting to the, the point of the question I think is like, is there a quarterback in Ritter that could be better um, if something changed? Like we know that the, it's a conservative offense run there by Arthur Smith. Yeah. Um, you know, with all their first round talents, like no one's really satisfied with any of them <laughs> uh, in a, in a fantasy so you, sense. So you think this is a Arthur Smith problem? Definitely. Well, and, I, I'm not saying not Ritter's, a Ritter problem. <laughs> I'm not saying Ritter's great. I'm just kind of going for the hot take there with Lenny okay. Cook. But uh, um, I, I'm not you just say, wanted I'm to not say saying, that. You just wanted I, to say I really that. did. I really yeah, did. Like his so his completion percentage is inspiring in some of these games. You want to see if he has the Riz. Seventy-five percent versus Houston, eighty-three percent versus Carolina. Yeah, well, seventy-six versus like, Tampa. When you're throwing, I I get it, I get it. Uh, but yeah, but like, here's the thing: Russell Wilson is kind of doing a similar similar thing in Denver, and it's working for him. He knows how to win. 
because he knows how to win. Yeah. And because and because he's consistently accurate and yeah. because he knows who to target and he, because he knows the personnel. And obviously the age gap is huge, you know, uh, but, you know, Russell Wilson's not lighting the world on fire in Denver, but they're winning and yeah. and he's he's not making mistakes. He's getting touchdowns. That's the thing. You can have, you know, a game where you throw for under 200 yards especially as a mobile quarterback uh, and, and look good. The problem with Ritter is he's not getting got not making the, the big passes are getting the touchdowns. He's not, he's not doing the things that win games like Russell Wilson's doing. Um, I, I think he's just getting by. And the fact he's just so he's lucky that he doesn't have a backup that can really challenge him and you know make a big difference and he's really lucky he's in the division he's in if he's in uh if he's in the the if he's on the giants in the nfc east he, well tommy devito's still starting <laughs> i don't know i you don't know? think so um I, maybe not say... maybe not but like yeah i i just i i just think he's just lucky that he's in the division he's in I think you're probably right with that. You know, looking at his numbers, they're not going to. So is Arthur Smith. They're not going to knock, knock anyone's hair back. Um, but I have to say, like, he, what was he? He was a second or third round draft pick. Like, uh, I actually appreciate that Arthur Smith has given him this chance to let the light come on. Because sometimes it just takes time. Like again, this choice. guy has There's the physicality. No they didn't. They didn't give him that chance. They, they no, benched give, him. They have given it to him. No, they didn't bench him. He got hurt, and then and then they let Heineke play, and it wasn't really clear that he was benched. They gave him a little yeah, break. He was he was well, I don't think I don't think it was really perceived like that widely. Um, I think I think uh, a smart person could perceive it the right way. <laughs> well. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, it's not like Heineke did too much better. No, no. And that's why Ritter's given the chance now. And yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And I agree. I agree. They should let them air it out some more. I mean, yeah. they have the weapons. They have Pitts. They have London. They have Bijan. They have all this stuff to work with. So do it. Yeah. Um, let them cook. I think it's, it's let them cook. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. I think the biggest problem on that team is, is Arthur Smith. Yeah. Um, and and I do think the team will be better without him. Mm. Do I think Ritter's the guy? No. Do you think Ritter is a starter in the NFL in the season 2025? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's, you know, that's the most likely scenario. But um, I'm going to go with yes. I'm going to I'm going to just believe in him for a few more weeks you and think, see what happens. So you, wait, but 2025, that's not next year. I know, year but after. I feel like if the light is going to turn Falcons on. Give this guy 17 more games next year. Uh, I don't know. That's a different different question, I would say. Uh, but I, the, with the amount of shuffling that happens in the quarterback market, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's with the Falcons or not in 2025 for for well, this sure, question to be that. Sure, sure. So, but what I'm saying is, you would assume I didn't start all the I, game. You I would did not assume, assume that. All, uh, you'd assume he start all the games to get a job elsewhere. 
You think you think that you think he gets benched on in Atlanta and somebody's like, huh? There's a guy named Tommy quarterback. <laughs> There's a guy named Tommy DeVito starting for the Giants. No one but ever heard of that oh, guy's name no, a few no, weeks no. ago. So that's that that's also a different question. I mean, I'm talking about starting day one. Tommy DeVito wasn't starting day one. He's starting because of two injuries. Okay. Um, you know, yes, maybe Ritter would be starting at some point in 2025. Yes, maybe okay. I could see that. Okay, so he's at but least day a one starter. Day one league. starter. I, I could, yeah, back up absolutely. Day one starter, 2025. No way. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, but you gotta let him cook first. We gotta I'll, see him after he cooks. We'll I'll be honest. It. If if he does pull this it food together, is cold. This food is freezing. <laughs> let him cook let's see what he can do in the next few games i agree i totally agree with that sentiment i I totally agree i think it's um it's something they should do because at this point what else do they have to lose they're gonna have a playoff game i mean if they let him cook too much they might not well he does tend to turn the ball over so that's probably the the other side of this argument i think the big, big part of it and like all quarterbacks turn. I mean, like, obviously, um, Josh Allen turns it over a ton. You know, like we're all, we're seeing a lot of turnovers. I mean, Jalen Hurts a lot more turnovers this year. Um, I think that's more aggressive defenses. I, I think you know people are more keyed in on what these guys do. It's just also um, a random game and streaks sure, happen. Totally, absolutely, absolutely, and you know, or, or it just takes one bad game to have three or four turnovers, and all of a sudden your numbers are getting pretty inflated. But yeah, um, I mean the turnovers are just bad that he. <laughs> yeah, he's fumbled. He's um, fumbled too many times. Yeah, in the um, red zone. But, uh, in the red yeah, zone. I know. Um, yeah. Right, well, I, I don't yeah. know. Let's see. Maybe maybe it'll come on. Maybe the light will turn on for him. Probably not. But I I would personally want to see Justin Fields there next year. And oh, um, that would be that would. I mean, that's not going to happen. I mean, I I'm more and more I'm hearing, and the more and more it looks like, I I it doesn't look like they're going to move on from him. Yeah. Um, because I think I think the thing is now is obviously C.J. Stroud looks great. Looks like he's going to be. Um, you know, top 10 quarterback for the next 10 years. Um, but it's so hard to say, like, will Caleb Williams do that? And like, will he even do it in, in Chicago, you know, or Drake May or whoever? It, it, it depends on where they go too. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is picking it up, but like he hasn't been amazing and he has a lot of really great weapons. He has a really great coach that's won a Super Bowl. Like, so it's it's hard to say. I mean, obviously the team's doing really well, but that has to go with how well the, you know, how good the team is and how bad that division is as well. Um, yeah. But there's really no think... guarantee. It's yeah. not like it's not like hockey or or a lot of times you know even like the top guys in baseball where it's like the number one pick if if they're like all time like look at all the guys you know that they're always like oh this guy's gonna be amazing they always turn out especially like hockey where it's like you know, Sidney Crosby, uh, Connor McDavid, like all these guys are top, you know, and that's how they came into the league. Uh, Taze and Kane and the Blackhawks, like it just kind of always pans out with football. It's not like that at all, especially mm-hmm. with the quarterback position. Um, yeah. Like and, Brock Purdy, right? 
yeah, look at Brock Purdy or, or look at, you know, guys that were drafted really high. They were complete busts. So many. I mean, Trubisky. Yeah. Zach um, Wilson. Uh, yeah. Jamarcus Russell. Like, um, Jameis yeah. hasn't really panned out the way, you know, people thought he would. Uh, oh, my God. I think we saw in that video clip this this weekend what Jameis cares about. He was, uh, I don't know if everyone listening saw it, but he was uh, singing, <laughs> move, he was, get out the way. L- yeah, ludicrous. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was fun. Like, I think he was. Oh, like, it's hilarious. To, I, and he was also like, it seemingly trying to like get card. Like, this car <laughs> was like sitting there, like head down. <laughs> no, so hold on, I gotta describe this clip uh, better because he's doing it like right in Car's face. Car's yeah. sitting in the bench. He's basically it's got like his hand. Down. He's basically got his head in his hands, and he looks like bummed out. Like he's really like stressed about the game. Yeah, Jameis is just standing up, and he's throwing his hands at a boob. <laughs> Yeah, like animatedly, like so freaking funny. Holy crap! I mean, I think that that says that video says everything about Jameis. Like, uh, he's really fun. Um, You know, you're gonna have a good time watching him. You know, it might be a little cringy, but and you're not really sure what his motivations are. (laughs) Is he telling Carr get out the way? (laughs) But you know, if he's on the field, he's gonna air it out. And and he's gonna yeah. throw it to somebody, whether it's his team or the other team. He's gonna throw it to somebody. Um, like, and he doesn't really care what anyone thinks. Like, that's no. You know, I think mean, that's great, and I think yeah. that's great. And I think honestly, I think if he just had that, like, like couple notches the other way in terms of like <laughs> yeah, really yeah. focusing in and like like being like, and I think he is, and I think he takes the game very seriously. But I think if he did a couple more notches of like. <laughs> Uh, of like fun to the other way. Uh, I think he, yeah. he could have been, he could have been really, really good. I mean, it's the talent there, the arm strength. Yeah. Oh, that, that's all true. But what I'm saying is I think he's content being a backup because oh, totally. oh, like, he would have been sitting absolutely. next to car and going through like his, like the issues, like the, the no, reads and stuff he's like rapid that. Move, bitch. <laughs> the best part though, is car just like looking at him and nodding. Yeah. Like, like, like okay, get out of my face. Stop. It was amazing. It was amazing. It's just I mean, he's, and I've been only a really great teammate. Like, yeah, he, he's, and, he's and awesome. Just, yeah, yeah, just a great person. Like, he's a great locker room guy. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I just feel <laughs> when you look at that QB position, it's, it's so hard because you got to have the right coaching. Like, would Patrick Mahomes still be this good if he did go to the Bears with, with the no. jump that, you know, no. No, like no. So, so much matters. But I really think there's something in there about knowing how to win. And sure. we, we were talking about Trevor Lawrence. I think, like... He knows just, how to just, win. He knows how to, he win. Knows how to win. You know, like, yeah. skill set-wise, he's not that much different than Jordan Love or Desmond Ritter or someone like that. It's really... Oh, no, he's he's way better than those guys. But, well, he's like, better, but it's it's the, not the, the like... The stats just haven't been showing it this year. He's yeah. definitely not had the year he probably should have. Because he was like... And, and it could be one of those things where, you know, he's had a couple of good games now. Maybe it yeah. starts going in that direction. But, like, let's mind you, Calvin Ridley, he never played with them until this year. Yeah. Um, Christian Kirk came in at the at the end of last year. No, um, I think Lawrence is great. I I mean, but really, I think his best trait is knowing how to win. Like he sure. knows how to to be the captain sure. of the and, ship and, on the field. And does Caleb Williams know how to win? I didn't see that this year. No, I definitely like a, haven't seen that. I, I, don't, I, I don't watch I saw much the college. Complete opposite. But... I saw like the complete yeah. opposite of that. Um, yeah, yeah. Doesn't know how to lose either. And yeah, and, but you Fields, know Drake Fields Drake doesn't May, know how to win. 
he can't win close games. I mean, he did, they I did mean, win this week, but they yeah, definitely. But, but a lot of it, I would say away. a lot of it was based has been based on coaching. I mean, yeah. I've, I watch them every week. It, it never. I mean, Fields has lost some games because of turnover, bad turnovers. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of the games they lose, like the Lions game, that was all coaching. That had nothing to do with Fields. Fields had a great game. He statistically played well, and I enjoyed watching and, him. And, and the main thing, um, the main thing I will say, could have bared down a, at the end of that game. But that's coaching. That the but didn't he fumble in the four, in the end of the game? What didn't Fields fumble or at the end of the game of the, the uh, Detroit game? Yeah, but that's not that's not the old, that's not the reason they lost. Well, but he could have not fumbled and driven the sure. team down the field. Sure, but like the but that's a lot of that's based on the play calling is is they don't it's not okay. So Luke Getzey, their offensive coordinator, who came from Green Bay, who was a quarterback coach there, who like everybody really loved and like Rogers really loved him. The problem is Rogers and Fields are com- two completely different quarterbacks, especially the last you know four or five years of Rogers' career. Uh, so yeah. or in in Green Bay. What Gutsy tried to come in and do, and it's still trying to do it, is make Justin Fields this pocket quarterback that he is not. When they design runs for him, when they design the right deep shots for him, it, it, it works. I mean, even the game that they won this last week, the Bears probably should have scored at least 10 more points. But yeah. Luke Getze has him throwing at the, at, at you know, he's not thrown in front of him. Yeah, that was a weird game script. But uh, that's, uh, but that's uh, what, that's, but that's. Luke Getze is trying to drive this down the throat because I think at the end of the day, Luke Getze doesn't want fields because that's not his guy. Luke Getze wants, and he's not going to be there. I can guarantee you Luke Getze will get fired. Let me but ask you, like, just how sustainable is running for 80 yards a game as a quarterback? Like how many seasons in a row can you do that it's not, every game? It's, it's yeah. You can't do that every game, but that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I, he doesn't, but need that's to when he's at his he best. Sure, but he doesn't need to run for 80 yards. He can do like what Hertz does in Philadelphia, where he runs for like 40 to 50, maybe 60 yards, but it's all designed runs. It's all the runs designed to make him succeed. That's why Hertz mm-hmm. is so good in, in, in Philadelphia. They figured out he doesn't need to run all the time, but they figure out when to have him run and the perfect times to have him run. The yeah. Bears and Lugetsi are trying to force Justin Fields to be this pocket quarterback, he is not. Yeah. And it's just not working. And once they get rid of Gutsy, if they get uh, uh, whoever their, their next offensive coordinator slash head coach is, and they get somebody in there that can really work with Fields, if they decide to keep Fields around and they get Marvin Harrison with their first pick, yep. I think they can be a very, very, very good offense, very dangerous. And I think... It will take Justin Fields to this middling quarterback up into that top 10 because okay. I think he has that sort of talent. Yeah, I could see that. I think he's got that talent too. I just haven't seen his uh, like uh, desire to win or, or his ability to win. Like, There's something intangible I mean, about that. This, this week, like, this last you mentioned week, Jalen Hurts, and it's, it's 
the the coaching staffs aren't comparable between Philly and Chicago. Yeah. You're 100 yeah. percent right there. Sure. But Hertz has an he refuses to lose games. Like that, like that guy doesn't lose games. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, puts, it, well, it helps. It's it helps unbelievable. When you have, it helps when you have a really great defense and you have the best offensive line in the league. But you there's have, something uh, else. Yeah, you, you have that, a number. You have AJ Brown. You have you're not Devonta you're not admitting Smith. is not there yet with Fields. I'm not saying he can't find that, but he doesn't know how to win yet. I mean, he won this last week, and that was. I mean, he yeah. Did well, maybe twice, that's but, the start of it. Maybe that's yeah, the start I bet, of something. Good he fun. cares. You can see he cares. Like he's not oh, yeah, somebody. Yeah. He's not somebody who's sitting on the sidelines sulking. Like he's rooting for the defense. You yeah. see it every week. You know, even when he was injured, he was rooting for Tyler Bajant. Like he was, he was the first person to congratulate him when they won that game with Tyler Bajant. Uh, so, yeah. like, I, I think he's a, he's a good guy who wants to win. I oh, just I don't agree with he, all that. I just don't think he's ever been set up to win. Based on the offensive coordinator and his what is his best wide receiver up into this year was Darnell Mooney. That's I don't the know. Best wide I'm just receiver saying, like, come on, let's like stop talking played, about winning. You've played some sports, like you've played like one-on-one basketball. Like there's something there. It's intangible. Some guys have that they don't lose thing, and some guys guaranteed, like, guaranteed haven't found it yet. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Yeah. If if uh, Jalen Hurts was on the Bears with that team and that coaching, you wouldn't talk about him being a winner. You wouldn't talk about that. In well, I, again, you're talking coaching staff. I, I love Justin but Fields. I'm, but as I'm an talking athlete. about like, it's easy to say a guy's a winner when he has everything yeah. around him to set him up to be a winner. Like you put Justin Fields on that Phillies team. Wow, you're you're really, looks, you're drinking the Homer Kool-Aid here. Uh, it's not a Homer Kool-Aid. You're comparing <laughs> a guy that has literally the best setup in football, weapons and offensive line. You compared, I didn't compare him. Yes, you did. Well, it was after you said it. You brought him up. I'm not. I wasn't talking about Hertz. I was talking about Lawrence. No, I was. I was talking Lawrence. about the the way the game script goes. Yeah, I wasn't comparing them. I'm saying like if they had, if once again I was comparing the coaching. If yeah. Justin Fields had that coaching in Philadelphia where they designed the runs in the right way to make him succeed, oh, he could be okay. So, so then the Bears they draft Marvin Harrison Jr. God, God and willing, new, and have a new coaching and have a new coaching staff. <laughs> and have a new and if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't do it, then and then then I'm wrong. Okay. But what I'm saying is, I don't think he's been given enough to to decide to whether sure. he's a winner or not. Yeah, you got to well, be set up properly. A few years in, and we we haven't seen we haven't seen that box uh, get checked know, they, yet. Yeah, really haven't had you know Jason Kelsey <laughs> at center and Lane Johnson at right tackle, and you know the best I mean, offensive line in the league. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. like I, I think it's a Chicago problem more than anything. Yeah, and it's maybe it's maybe. It, it's. I mean, do these guys strike you as good coaches? Like, does the offensive line look good to you? Like. No, I I don't okay. know. I mean, but I mean, I Darnell Mooney was his best wide receiver up until this year. Yeah, Darnell Mooney was his wide receiver one up until this year. Yeah, here he came in the league last year. No, there's something to be said for for it for sure. Um, but wasn't AJ know. Brown? Wasn't Devonta Smith? Yeah, but like you know, we're not comparing his like. Uh, we're not comparing Fields to Joe Burrow or, or his, you know what I mean? Like Joe Burrow has that thing, like that intangible thing. He's not going to lose a game. 
Sure. Uh, you know what I mean? All right, we, we can move sure. on. I um, mean, once again, but once again, like, maybe he'd lose games if his best wide receiver was Darnell Mooney. Okay, but that, the rest of that team, we're seeing that team now without Burrow, and the team stinks. The defense stinks. Oh, yeah. The offense can't move the ball. Everyone stinks except for Chase. And Oh, and don't Higgins. get me wrong. Burrow's a winner. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. All right. Al Michaels, uh, the uh, the announcer, he's been great this year. He's been a lot of fun, hasn't he? Yeah, I, he this? just doesn't care anymore. I have you noticed this? There's yeah. been a shift in Al Michaels. Oh, he definitely say. he definitely uh, makes some comments that are hilarious. Like, <laughs> like they sound like somebody was tweeting. You know, like, <laughs> he's really he's really got a different strategy this year. What was that last week or the week before? He's like, oh, get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, he was talking about the. Uh, they gave him like a some thanksgiving oh uh, yeah meal and he was making a bunch of jokes yeah that, he yeah. was funny i mean it was it was fun seeing it from him you can tell he's having fun as an sure. older guy uh sort of entering a, a different phase of his career i think it's coming because he's paired with kirk herbstreet which was a was weird a pairing dud. he is a dud he's really low energy <clears throat> he like he's very monotone I feel like only in the past couple of weeks can I even say that he that I've even heard like one insightful thing that he said. And maybe I'm listening closer or maybe he's just getting better, but he's certainly not any ener- more energetic. But I sure. I think Michael's can see he he senses this and he needs to uh raise Up his like uh, entertainment just say ridiculous stuff. <laughs> To yeah, get a rise out so. of Herb, to get a rise out of Herb Street. Yeah, and but yeah. in a weird way, it's bringing the best out of Michaels. Like I love it. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's been yeah. it's been fun. I mean, the primetime games for the most part have been pretty fun. Yep, for the most part lately. Um, color commentators that have been really good this year. Romo's been excellent. Um, oh, he's, he's always back, good. He's back to form. I feel like he dipped yeah. a little bit last year. Okay. Um, Greg Olson is a newcomer on the scene. Is uh, been excellent, um, very yeah, he's insightful, good. He's uh, good. very good. To, uh, very. They're saying they're saying he might take well. that uh, Panthers job. Yeah, I did hear that, and I kind of, um, you know, felt some sorrow. I, I want him to stay in the booth. He's really good. Sure, um, but I think he could be a good coach. Yeah, probably, probably. Um, Jonathan Vilma has been a color commentator yeah, he's and he's been very good too. I thought, yeah, I like um, him. but I think the new star is Mark Sanchez. He's always been pretty solid. Ah, I feel like he's excellent. Yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I think, I think it, it's, uh, it's that combination of, of being around the game for so long and knowing every, you know, just like Romo, mm-hmm. um, but having like a personality and like having, yeah. you know, like those guys, they were around all that. They're around all the hoopla. He was in New York and then USC before that. And Romo yeah. was in Dallas. Like you're always constantly on TV and constantly around cameras. And, you know, you constantly have a mic in front of you. I think yeah. that just makes them really comfortable. Like just going into that role, just because there's some guys that just seem uncomfortable doing it. Um, like Kirk Herbstreit. Those guys. Yeah. Like those guys. <laughs> he's just like very, Herbstreet's like decent. He's just very vanilla. And I think, yeah. uh, and I think they love that because they know he'll never go off script. They know they know what they're going to get from him. And then you pair him up with somebody like Al Michaels. Look at where you're getting out of Al Michaels because, yeah, you know, yeah, it feels like yeah, it's fun. It's maybe, fun. Yeah, 
Jizzy so vanilla, it like brings the best out of the other person. <laughs> yeah. And um, just to finish uh, commentator corner here, Aikman has been uh, great this year as well. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. I think he's been better than usual um, this year. Um, no update on Brian Robinson's uh, comeback player of the year odds. Just uh, want to make sure we hit on that before. We yeah. Have here. you been, have you been uh, hitting the pavement? <laughs> Are you are you uh, canvassing in your neighborhood to get him on the ballot? Not really. I made a I made a video and posted to Instagram and tagged a few accounts that talk betting and things like that. And I thought I'd get a little pop on that. But I saw you didn't. might want to look. I think I saw somewhere Barstool just recently posted something about the comeback player of the year, and yeah. I didn't see Robinson on there. Maybe you need to start doing more commenting and yeah. And, I'm uh, sure I, I could definitely put more work into it um i think but, you should actually i think yeah. you should probably stop everything that you're doing <laughs> and focus solely on this um well antonio gibson appears like he's coming back this year uh or this week adam um do you feel like he is a decent start in a ppr league this week antonio gibson uh, yeah from washington yeah, exactly. Because Oh, I didn't know he was I thought he was only out like a game. He had been out, I think, I want to say a couple of games. Um okay. and Brian Robinson picked up in his place in the receiving game. Sure. And uh now Gibson is apparently actually, yeah, he did play last week, didn't he? He had only had yeah. nine touches, but okay. Well he's back and they're playing Miami at home this week. Um, theoretically, maybe a little bit healthier. Yeah, you're right. He only missed one game. I don't know why he, I thought he missed two, but anyway. Um, maybe he, maybe you should had... stick to your day job. <laughs> I, I will. He has uh, caught five passes, but like before his injury, he had five catches per game in the in the previous three games. Um, so that's a pretty good, pretty consistent workload for a number two running back in a pipper league i'm asking because i picked him up and uh, i really don't have anyone better to start in this ppr league um damian pierce is my rb2 in uh yeah because barkley's on by yeah that's rough little light in the position yeah pierce pierce has been tough man that's i I drafted him I, i drafted him in two leagues and just like I, I think I dropped him in one by at this point. Yeah, I was very um, close to dropping him the, uh, last week. Uh, but, yeah, I've been yeah. kind of like I was really lucky with both those leagues because I picked up Kyron Williams. Oh wow! Early, yeah, early early in the season, mm-hmm. and you know it sucked that he went down, but now he's back. Like I feel like both those leagues I have a shot to make a little. One of the leagues I'm in the playoffs, and the other one if I I can make. I think I might be able to make it if I win these next two weeks. But um, what a monster game from Kyron yeah, Williams! Yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody said. I mean, he's definitely not the talent wise, but somebody said he's kind of like the Marshall Falk, a little bit of of old, where you know he's catching a lot of balls. He's a three down back. He's getting the touchdowns. Like he's just kind of doing it all. It reminded me of Todd Gurley because it seemed like the same uh, role in the same yeah. offense. You know. And, and, you know, and their offense yeah. looked good with him yeah. doing that, you know. So I think they're going to lean on him a lot going forward. And if he doesn't get injured, I, I think he can win people championships, I think. That kind of workload is absurd to, uh, you know, I think you need to expect an injury if if you 
are worked like that every game. Um, but well, and he had know. it, so now he's fresh again. So maybe now he he stays good for the next you know three or four weeks. Yeah, I guess he only had 16 carries. So 16 carries, 143 yards, six catches for 61 yards, and two, two scores. Catches. Yeah. So 22 Wee. touches. I mean, I guess you can do that. I don't know. I feel like Gurley was getting more like 30 back in the day, but maybe I'm uh, maybe my memory is playing tricks on me here. Maybe. Um. Adam, any predictions on the NFL uh, before we go? Who do you think? Who, let's do our Super Bowl recap. We haven't talked about Super Bowl predictions in the in a, at least a month or two, two months, I think. You go first. <laughs> okay. Well, I will tell you that about three weeks ago, I bet on um, Philadelphia beating Baltimore in the Super Bowl. And I think I only put like 250 on it, 200, I mean, $2 and 50 cents. Yeah, I was going to say. Because the odds were crazy. And I think, I forget what the odds were, but it was like plus 5,500, I think. So it would get me 150 bucks or somewhere in that range. Um, But so I don't really have a better prediction than that right now. I think... It's a pretty good guess, um, but I, I, mean, I don't know taking, that like we've really seen Baltimore. Yeah, well, I, we haven't really seen Baltimore um, win big games, uh, but they're. I feel like they're in a really great position to get the one or two seed. Um, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go with Chiefs 49ers. Okay, rematch. Of uh, yeah. Super Bowl from a few few years ago. Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be. I just I just don't see anybody in the AFC just beating the Chiefs in the playoffs. Yeah, I think the Dol- I think the Dolphins, the Ravens, and if the Bills make it, probably give them their biggest competition. Maybe even the Jags. You know, I yep. mean, these are all the top teams, but I just I just Jags don't see the Chiefs. I, yeah, I, I just don't see them losing in the playoffs. Even yeah, though they haven't I, been great, like they've been still winning games and they still have Mahomes, they still have Kelsey, they still have Andy Reid, you know, that's a great combination. And I just, I think the 49ers are peaking at the right time. They got everybody back. Uh, it'll be interesting because they play Eagles soon. Or they play on this right. week. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting game. It's in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. But even if the 49ers win, I don't think, that means they'll definitely beat the Eagles in the playoffs. But Eagles have been kind of winning by hook or crack lately. They have. And, they, and, they've and been outgained. Yeah, um, and, and in like every game the past. Giving five up games. a lot of points, and their and their yeah. defense got banged up last week. I mean, they're really really lucky they won that game last week. Um, but, but that's what the, they do. Yeah, but the, I think that's also the Bills getting in their own way. They just couldn't get out of their own way. And also the penalties, which is just crazy. I think at, at halftime, the Bills had 10 penalties. The Eagles had zero or one. I mean, that's just absurd. Um, yeah. Not to say that the Bills weren't committing penalties. They sure were. But it, it, and there was just a couple in the second half. Where I was like, wow, you're just not going to call that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but so they definitely had some assistance there. Um Okay. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see this week. I don't think it's the tell-all, um, but I, I just feel like the 49ers' defense is better than the Eagles this year. I think the Eagles aren't exactly the team they were last year. Um, Hertz has been turning the ball over a lot more this year. Um, could the Eagles Ooh. beat the 49ers this week and in the playoffs? Totally. 
Right. I just think if I were to have to bet on it, I think I would go 49ers Chiefs. Well, I think the 49ers do win this game this weekend. Um, and I They're do the favorites, hope, I think. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, even though the game's in Philly, it's like a three-point line. Yeah, which which uh, has to make you scratch your head a little bit um, because these teams have been so um, good. And Philly just, again, has that refusal to lose. Um, but sure. I feel like it's coming this week. I really do. I think yeah. the Niners are going to get them. They probably should have lost last week too, but. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think this, yeah. I think, yeah, this week. I, but once again, I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles won. I wouldn't, you know, right. wouldn't be, that wouldn't be an upset to me. Um, yeah, I just feel like kind of when you look at the NFL and how it always shakes out, it's so hard to get a rematch in the Super Bowl. And I just feel like the Chiefs probably have the best chance in the AFC or probably the betting favorites in the AFC. Maybe the Ravens are, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I'd just be I don't... shocked to see the e- both those teams get back there. And if there's one team that's going to get back there, I think the Chiefs would before the Eagles. So I just feel like, yeah, and it's just the the turnover thing really is a worrisome with the Eagles. Yeah, in, in my opinion, and, and just how porous the defense has been for the most part. There is a decent chance that um, Dallas ends up with the uh, the division there and the one seed, or uh, maybe the two seed. Yeah, Dallas um, has been playing really well. I mean, they, their they defense got a little exposed this week, but they but... they play Philly uh, next week. So if Philly yeah, if was Philly to lose, lose to San Francisco, um, and then Dallas beats them the following week, I think Dallas is in first with uh, four to play. Sure. Um, and, and then after yeah. that, it's not, not well, they would too have much the same, if, tough competition. If the Eagles lose this week and then the Cowboys beat them, they would have the same record. Yes. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the tiebreaker may go to uh, Dallas because the division record, um, maybe just temporarily, though, because... They I would have to both have the same division record mm. because because the Eagles are 3-0... In the division, Dallas would and be four and one. Cowboys Philly would be one right now. three and one. Yeah, yeah. So I think it would be it would probably be a temporary tiebreaker. They'd have to move on to the the, the next tiebreaker. I think if they if they ended up uh, yeah. winning out after that, I think. But um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be interesting. interesting. This, is right. There's some good games this week. Real good games. It'll be interesting to see kind of how that all shakes out. And yeah, I know I'll be watching that Philly 49ers I, game. Can't wait. All right, everyone. Well, I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode. Uh, bet bet Jalen Warren props, rushing yards against Arizona this week. And uh, uh, Kittle, I'm going Kittle, uh, receiving Kittle, yards. His line, his line's really too good. low. He's been really good lately. His line is like at 42 or something like that. And Ky- and um, Kyron Williams just destroyed the the uh, Cardinals last week, and now the Steelers yeah. get the Cardinals. So, uh yeah. You know, I got a little bit on Harris too, but yeah, but... Harris he had a good game last week. It'll be interesting to see if that keeps. Who knows what? I mean, because we have a new offense, new offensive coordinator, everything. Yeah, they're going to run the ball. I think they probably both get forty or fifty. So I think that's yeah. a good bet. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks a lot. Yeah.